Welcome once again to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for joining us today as we're going to bring you a series of messages to encourage you to do what God wants every believer to do, and that is to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who do not know him. Do you care enough to share? Do you know that God has made you a minister of reconciliation? Do you know when to share, where to share, and how to share? Well, listen to these messages as we're going to encourage the body of Christ to get busy because the harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. Now join us today as we go into the Word of God and see what the Word is sharing with us about how to be effective in reaching others for Jesus Christ. I've been invited to a local church over here over next week, next month. I'll be over there two Wednesday nights talking to their ministry leaders about God's principles and God's system of economy. The pastor said, can you come teach us about giving and being blessed as a church? So I'll be over there talking to their leaders. And then the first Sunday in October, I'll be over there talking to their congregation. And then in November, I'll be in Denver doing the same thing with another church for about four days. And then I got called to go to Alabama. And then somebody called and asked me if I'd come to Africa and teach the same thing. I've been teaching here for a long, long time. So if you haven't caught it yet, I'm going to start giving somebody else. Somebody else want it. You know, you'd be shaking your head. I ain't going to talk about the same thing one more time. But when, when you're blessed, people recognize it. Amen. This church is blessed. Amen. This church is a blessed church. I'm going to talk about where should I preach the gospel? Where should I preach the gospel? I opened last week with the question, and that question was, why should we tell others about Jesus? And I gave a short answer. And the answer was, because Jesus told us to. So I have a question this week, and that question is, where? Should we share the gospel? And there's another short answer. Everywhere. Mark chapter 16 verse 15 said this. Talking about Jesus. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Now, when Jesus spoke this, he wasn't talking to the minister He wasn't talking to the ministerial staff, the elders and the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists. He was talking to all the people who were saved. Every one of us has a sphere of influence. We have people we work with, people we live by, and people that we engage with daily. And I'm just adamant about getting this message over to those of us who the Lord has saved and has already commanded us to go out and share the good news with somebody. He told us to do that. And by and large, we've been disobedient. I'm putting myself in there and I'm not critical of you. We've been disobedient because we ain't been doing it normally, regularly. Doesn't mean we haven't ever did it. It just means that we don't 
do that normally as a normal function of what we do as believers. Every one of us has a sphere of influence. So when you say go into all the world, you know what that means? Go into all your family and tell the good news. Go to all of your workplace and preach the gospel. Go to your neighborhood and preach the gospel. Go to all of your world and preach the gospel. Go to your world and preach the gospel. You may have a neighbor or a co-worker who really gets on your nerve. You know what they need? They need the gospel. They don't need you to go and raise heaven with them. You know what? You, to- you told them where to go. You're going to start telling people to go to heaven. That ain't where we normally tell them to go. But we're going to tell them to go to heaven. So I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to go to heaven. <laughs> Get the heaven out of my way. No. <laughs> Everyone needs to hear some good news. The gospel in itself just means the good news. What is the good news? That Jesus Christ came, that we can have the abundant life. We can, leave a be- we can live a better life and an eternal life. He came that we don't have to perish but we can have everlasting life. He's already paid the price. Everything has already been set up for you. All you have to do is receive him and you're in. Uh, Somebody told me as a young man I was talking to, I think it was yesterday even, and he was saying, I'm just trying to get myself right because I don't want to go to church and come until I get myself right. And I said, okay, I, I appreciate that, but let me tell you something. You can't get yourself right. In fact, the Lord never asked us to get right before we come to him. Because he know that we can't get right. We can't cleanse ourselves. Don't put that on people. You need to straighten up and come to the Lord. Now, you come to the Lord, then you straighten up. You come to the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit helps transforms us. From the old man to the new man. He helps us to grow spiritually. That's why I told him, I said, that's why we are born again of the spirit to be a new creation. The old has passed away. We don't want to bring the old in and try to fix that up and bring it in. It's not going to work. So I said, just come just like you are and bring yourself to the Lord and give yourself to the Lord. Some of us run away from opportunities to share our faith. We run away from them. That's what Jonah did. He ran away. He did not want to go to the people Because he didn't like these people that God told him to go to. He didn't like these people. They were heathens. They were not Jews. They were unbelievers. He didn't like them and he didn't want to go and tell them the goodness and the mercies of God. He was concerned that if I tell them about how good God is, they may repent and God may save them. And I don't want them to be saved. You know why? Because I don't like them. And I don't want them to have the benefits and the blessings in their life that I have in my life by knowing God. So Jonah didn't want, he wanted to run away from sharing the good news. And he did run away. See, if it was up to Jonah, God could have destroyed Nineveh. Because God said, go tell them so they can repent so I wouldn't have to destroy them. And Jonah was saying, go and destroy them. They deserve it. 
And there are people you know, you might think that they deserve God's wrath and God's destruction, but so do we deserve God's wrath. That's what the grace of God is. That he poured out his mercy upon us and his grace upon us so that we did not get what we deserve. Jonah got on, on a ship. So instead of going to minister and to do a crusade, he wanted to go on a cruise. And there are many saints going on a cruise instead of a crusade. He didn't want to go where God wanted him to go. God said to Jonah, God said, go. Jonah said, no. And God said, oh. (laughs) So is there someone that the Lord has been nudging you in your heart to engage with the gospel? You ever been there, just felt like you need to share something with them, but you were just not quite sure what, how the person was going to receive it? Sometimes the person that we look at, that their lives are so, I just say, so bad, so terrible, so ungodly, we think that they don't, they don't even want to hear this. But I want to tell you something. It is, it is those people normally who are more susceptible to the gospel than the person who you think is already nice and kind and respectful and mindful and all of that because that person will think you don't need anything. When God nudges you in your heart to share with someone, just be obedient to the Lord. He's trying to do the work. Are you running from what you should be doing and what God told you to do? Are you, are you running from that? Or are, you, are you turning from that? Or you just said, Lord, that's not me. Many believers say, that's not me. That's not the way that I share. I just let my life be the light that they could see. And that's okay in a sense, but that's not what God told you to do. Jesus said, go and tell them. Go and tell them. There's a story in the Bible of a beautiful Jewish woman who won a beauty contest staged by the king of Persia. He had a contest to see who would win because he was looking for a new wife, a queen. We know her as Esther. She became the next queen of Persia. And she had a fairy tale story, you know, a poor girl coming in and, and they made her up real nice and they, they got her fixed up. They did a makeover and all that. You know how you do the women do the makeovers. You don't, you don't look, like, when you come out, you don't look like you did when you went in. Thank the Lord. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I remember when they first started doing those makeovers and taking pictures years ago, you know, when they first started doing the glamour shots. And my brother said, I, you know, I tell the women, don't send me no glamour shot. I want to see the Polaroid. Because <laughs> I know what I'm working with. If the Polaroid look good, I know the glamour shot going to look good. <laughs> Esther was the queen and she was living good. She was living large. She was living a good life. But there was a villain who hatched a plan to kill all the Jews, and Esther was a Jew. But Esther wasn't concerned about that because she thought she was covered. Her cousin Mordecai came to her and pleaded with her to go to the king to make an appeal unannounced on behalf of the Jews. She was a little bit apprehensive, and this is what he told her in Esther 4.12. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he went back He sent back this answer. Do not think that because you're in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. 
For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. He said this to Esther. Uh, Listen, you're not here by coincidence. Did it ever occur to you that you were placed in this place for this very moment? I don't know where you are right now, but I'm going to tell you this. You're not where you are by coincidence. I don't care what job you're on. I don't care whether you're retired. I don't care what you're doing. You may be in school and education, whatever school you decided to go to, whatever class you enrolled in, it is not a coincidence that you're in there with certain people. God places us on purpose. He does nothing by random uh, occurrence. Everything is done on purpose. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks again for listening to us as we have brought the Word of God to you. We have been focusing on engaging the believer to rise up and do what Jesus Christ has called us to do, and that is to be a witness every day in every place that we are. The Holy Spirit has empowered the believers and will come alongside of us as we are obedient to Him and reach others with the gospel. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can hear today's message as well as previous messages that you've heard aired on this station. You can also visit us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Now I want to give you a special invitation to be my guest for the rest of this month. We are sharing messages on God's grace to help us through troubled times. We're living in some very troubled times with high inflation and high gas prices. You go to the grocery store and you just can't believe how much things are costing. Well, God is not caught off guard and he's made a way for his people to prosper even in a pandemic or downturn economy. Join us every Sunday this month and we're going to be sharing that message with you that will encourage you that God is able. All we have to do is believe his promises and then commit to obey. Join us for our Sunday services at 10 a.m. We're at 16161 Old Humble Road. We'd love to have you come and be our guest. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.